ready to go. You're introducing for, for the craft heads uh, listening. I have walked in about well, let's say five minutes now. But let's it, say in five. It's it's fastest. That's the fastest we've ever been on air since walking in. Yes, agreed. Tommy, episode one sixty six. Ooh, lead us off. Welcome to the Craft Heads Podcast, everyone. Uh, this is episode 166 of the podcast that I do with my best friend, Alex. Um, it's a little bit of everything, a little bit of nothing. There's something for everyone. <laughs> I like when you ad-lib this. <laughs> always, always off the cusp. It's good. Um, we have a dedicated topic. We've got a couple of drinks that we always have every episode, a few drinks. Uh, we're going to get our buzz on today. It's Friday, August 25th. Um, my daughter is two months and two days old, and she is here on the other side of the wall. You might hear some floating cries. Um, Levi, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. We got you on here sooner than I expected, Tommy. Cheers to that. Yeah, cheers. I'm I'm glad. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the beer of the hour, and it it is New Belgium Accumulation Hazy IPA. And I'm just gonna say there's a story behind it, and if you know, you know it's uh, a Craft Heads patron exclusive situation. But we came into a a bit of it, and uh, we've been drinking <laughs> a lot of it, so it's really cool. A bit, yeah, just a little bit. So, but Tommy, really, what do you think about it? It's it's a good beer. In fact, I um I like it so much that uh, I brought it on my guys' weekend. I just went to mm. uh, Birmingham. Well, just outside of Birmingham, there's a really great golf. And I'm going to say resort, and I'm putting it in quotations. Golf farm called Purcell Farms. Um, it's it's just a big ass property, four thousand acres, with a golf course, a spa, a hotel. Um, me and sixteen, fifteen guys, so sixteen Whoa. total guys, stayed in a very masculine cabin and <laughs> played golf uh, Thursday through Sunday last week, and I had a blast. And a lot of the guys dug. The accumulation, as, I, it, as do I. That's excellent. I agree. I think it's a really good beer. It's out of season, which was one of the reasons that we got it. But um, it's just, it's solid. It's very drinkable. I have noticed, I mean, I've, I've known this for a while, but IPAs do give me heartburn. So mm. it's like, Tara can drink them whenever, and I'm really doing my best to cut back and watch things that give me heartburn, because um, I, had, I said I have a follow-up from last episode, mm-hmm. and I'll... I'll reveal that in a second. Okay. But you said something that made me laugh, and I just got to tell you, you said the cabin was masculine. <laughs> I cannot tell you how, and I don't care how uh, controversial this is, I can't tell you how effeminating, is that the word? Yeah. Effeminating it is for me not being a golfer. It's a terrible thing. Well, It's a terrible, and I have complete control over it, and I've not done anything about it, and th- that's my fault. It's nobody's fault but mine. You know, um... Really great segue into our nice. um, topic of the day, which we'll, we'll get into it a little bit later. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a, some other housekeeping yeah. items, yeah. but the topic uh, today is going to be basically things that Alex and I do differently um, and why we do them differently. Uh, it's, it's a hard topic to kind of verbalize, but we are set in our ways in certain things. Mm-hmm. And there's certain things that we've always tried to bring the other over towards and we've never been able to. Alex and I both put together a list of five things and we're kind of going to do a little debate on air. Yeah. And one of, my, one of my things was going to be that I play golf and you don't and why the fuck you don't play golf. <laughs> yeah. um, that's, that's fair. But I know that you do want to. It's, yeah. just been, it's just been, and it might be the answer for a lot of our differences, but effort. Yeah, it's not even effort per se. It's a it's not a lack of interest. It's a lack of discipline. Like 
You got to start going to the driving range twice a week. Mm-hmm. I would say at a minimum to, you know, to even get like, just get like a swing down and then you can work on the actual game and putting and everything else. And, um, yeah, I, I've just never been good about doing that. You know, we went a few times when you first moved down here or up here rather. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was, and I had a, a blast and I've actually been golfing on a real course either once or twice. You did it in Costa Rica one time, right? No, not Costa Rica. I, I'm actually struggling to remember. Like I went along the one time, but didn't golf. But then I actually golfed one hole. And I've told this story before. I got a par. One and done. I should quit forever. <laughs> I'm I'll assuming, be the best golf forever. I'm assuming it was a par three. Uh, it was it was either a three or a four. I think you're probably... Our three is generally easier than it was a par three. Yeah. Definitely. So anyways, um, we're jumping back and forth here. I said I had a follow-up from last episode. I was talking about health. I said that I actually went to the doctors to get something checked out. It wasn't super serious, but, you know, like, I was a little worried about it. Actually, I thought about it, like, every day for eight weeks. Um, <laughs> I had this little thing on my vocal cord, and the word that the doctor used to describe it, I looked it up. They're generally harmless, blah, blah, blah. But you know, your mind goes wild. At least mine does. Something I have realized about myself and I'm not happy about it is when it comes to serious or potential serious health issues, I can be a little bit of a hypochondriac, (laughs) but I think it's a good thing because it means I love life. Wouldn't it be shitty if like you were in danger of dying and you're like, I don't fucking care. I hate myself, you know? So that's a, that's another great difference between you and I that we should debate is why are you a germaphobe and why am I not a germaphobe enough and and i wouldn't that's the weird thing i wouldn't call myself a germaphobe it's a weird yeah. ocd thing yeah. we'll get into that okay Let, let's do the good Finish news it. the good news is the doctor said he wasn't worried but he was like i do want to keep an eye on it i want you to come back and if it's like the same or worse i might want to here's the word that scares everybody he's like i might want to biopsy it and mm-hmm. in my head I'm, I'm dead already mm-hmm. you know you hear that word you're like i'm dead and I was like, all right, so I'm dead. I, I, I took his, uh, he, he, you know, he gave me a couple of medicines, o- o- OTC stuff to try. Um, I was very conscientious about what I was eating and what could p- potentially affect it and all that. And I went back and it not only improved, it disappeared. Whoa. It's gone. It was just the doctor saying something out loud. Yeah, yeah just, just getting me to take it seriously because I've been clearing my throat. You know, the salt murmurs, you remember that? You know, that kind of showed up sort of around the time that you moved down here, five, six years ago, whatever that was. And um, yeah, so, you know, it's good to get, a, get out ahead of those things, you know, take it seriously. And I'm just, I'm really ecstatic and grateful about that because I was definitely expecting, realistically, it was probably going to be not a big deal but i did think he was going to have to test it and like the fact that it just went away like you talk about prayers answered holy shit yeah so congrats man. thank you like i i mean it, you really did just take it seriously and then the world answered your prayers yeah there, so that's and, awesome and, and i you know i i treated it well too and i gave my my body a chance like part of it was just conscientiously alex stop constantly clearing your throat because even though you get like you know uh, instant gratification from it he, the way that he described it, he's like, every time you do that, you're slamming your vocal cords mm. shut. And I was like, oh, the way you just worded that, that freaks me out. Like, I can't do that. So that that was the 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 PT that you did for your throat is you just didn't murmur as Con- much. Combination of that and avoiding things that made me do it. And here's another weird thing. Um, whenever I would go running out like in the hot 
air and like really intentionally deep breathe, it would com- like if I was having a really annoying day, it would just go away completely. Nice. I, so it's weird. You're not breathing deep enough, man. Maybe I'm just like sitting shallow breathing at my desk. <laughs> yeah, because you're upset. Look, you're gripping your chair yeah, really I'm hard. I'm just and triggered everything. sitting here at my job all day. But anyways, that was the follow up. Big preamble there, Tommy. I guess maybe we'll start with the. Was it specifically golf? That wasn't. That was just one that I thought about uh, as a difference between our lifestyles and. It's a big one too. It, is, it impacts us different bigly. I mean, bigly. Cons- considering how much I play, which I, I have finally come to an average of, I play about twenty rounds a year. Twenty two mm-hmm. rounds a year. There's fifty two weeks in in a year. So I, I play golf like once every other two and a half. You're weeks. golfing half the time. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah that, that that's a that's a better way to put it yeah once every couple weeks and it's um it's important in my life in fact before we even had a kid uh i told claire i kind of sat claire down and i said i (laughs) am unwilling to give up on my golf habits and um she she had to come to terms with that and i love her to death for allowing me to do what i do uh golf wise and um but it is so important to my lifestyle and hopefully to yours someday. And and will be, whether she likes it or not, a part of <laughs> Levi's life. No, I'm just kidding. I, no. I, I know you're rooting for that. No, and even if Levi hates her life golfing, I'm making but her don't, golf. But don't forget, dude, you don't want to turn her into a little Alex because if you force her <laughs> and she has a personality that is even half of mine, that will drive her away from it. Yeah. You know? Well, just are you str- saying that you that some of some of your genes are in Levi? How did that happen? Oh, I, I have no idea. No, I'm just, I feel like in human nature, forcing somebody into doing something more often than not, or, or prohibiting something, makes the person run the other way. And I get that. I mean, it's like, there's an inherent na- nature in all of us that wants to be their, his or her own, own person and, you know, steer your own ship. Yeah. But unless you're just a total push over little bitch <laughs> i don't know i don't know some people like to be pushed over i shouldn't have said bitch because yeah like that is a personality trait and if it works for you i support it mm-hmm. that's that I'm, I'm being serious about that. as long as you're okay with us calling you a little bitch. yeah exactly <laughs> so let me let me pull up some of my other thoughts um i'll i guess i'll start off with another one since we're on the sports topic um why don't you watch sports anymore anymore yeah i i never voluntarily watched sports of my own volition and i know you have a reason why but why i think they're meaningless but unless you're i think it's everything like yes movies aren't movies meaningless aren't sports no no you're you're when you watch movies and tv shows and video games and books so i guess that's all media you're consuming a, a unique uh creation from somebody and like human creativity is a that's in general a really big important thing to me i think playing sports is awesome because i think physical activity and exercise and competition those are all good things but like i have fundamentally never understood being a diehard like team fan because like oh i was born near pittsburgh so i'm obsessed with the pittsburgh steelers it's like that has nothing to do with your identity, or at least from my perspective, it shouldn't. If you have a friend or a family member playing on the team, totally, that makes sense. But it's like, other than that, it's just because they're wearing a particular jersey. And like, if they get traded, like, do you follow the player or the team? I don't know. I've never understood it. And then getting a little darker and more 
philosophical. I, Tara and I agree it's like a distraction for society. It's like to literally to keep people focused on things that don't matter and keep them not thinking about things that do matter. So, so I'm, I'm in the opposite camp because I feel like you, you might focus on politi- politics, but I, I, it, it, I don't know. Not that you focus on them, but you're aware of them. You're, you're more aware than somebody like me. I have no fucking idea, except that Trump got arrested in Fulton County yesterday. And got in the first presidential <laughs> mugshot ever. Actually, there were discussions and bets being placed about whether he was going to smile or mean mug, pun intended. <laughs> I, for some reason, I was in the um, the outlier camp. I thought he was going to smile. Oh. And everybody was like, you're crazy. Like, he's he's going to try and look like, you know, he's in the mafia. And sure enough, that's what he did. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, th- just, I mean, you're, you're outing yourself. You are aware of the political landscape, as I am not. Yeah, but is that, though? I feel like, this is going to sound funny. <laughs> I feel like in his case, it's pop culture. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead serious. Which might even la- matter less than politics and sports. They both mean nothing. So yeah. all it being all being said, nothing really matters. So, nothing matters. Yes. <laughs> so why Correct. why not be part of a fan base that like enjoys rooting for somebody? Because I don't enjoy it. <laughs> I don't get enjoyment out of that. I will I will go to a game of any kind in person mm-hmm. or watch a game if somebody else wants it because I get enjoyment out of their enjoyment. I am fundamentally, and I've tried, mm-hmm. incapable of giving a shit about watching a sporting event. It, I just can't. And I have tried. You know, I, I would say, so I've always enjoyed sports. I've enjoyed watching sports. But I, I think my love of watching a sport, and I'm going to say specifically watching football, mm-hmm. and not necessarily having a team to root for, but I have a vested interest getting into my next topic okay why the fuck don't you play fantasy sports anymore i have a i have a reasonable answer for that okay i first of all i did really enjoy participating in the world of sports when i was doing fantasy actually to the point of like addiction like tara hated that and you could watch a you would watch a game here and there right because i had money on the line and i liked the math and the statistics like that stuff totally there was one time when i was having a a decent season it was down to the last week where if I lost, I didn't make playoffs. If I won, I made playoffs. This was fantasy baseball. And I was beating soundly my opponent in every category, but if one category went the other way, he was going to beat me. I had one starting pitcher left that I couldn't pull. He was like already in. And I was like, all right, all this guy has to do is not give up like <laughs> literally 20 runs and my ERA will hold. He did that. And I said, I swear to God, I'm not doing this again. Ugh, and that was it. The swear to the God came I, out. I admit, I don't know if I said ever, mm-hmm. but I definitely said next year. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it next year. I was less stressed. And I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, this is kind of nice. So. But, but, but did you ever play fantasy football? Yes. And you, did, and you liked it even less, right? I not only liked it even less because I actually don't like the set it and forget Approach because you know there's like what three nights a week max that yeah. they're gonna play. Yeah. Four I, now. I like oh Jesus. I <laughs> like whenever it re, uh, fantasy sports reward people who are doing doing shit daily. I, yeah. I enjoy that. Um, I have another funny story about that. I this was a year I drafted. Uh, I think I think Jamal I, Charles. Yes, good memory. I do remember. You I had that. this. I think I had the second pick uh, in the entire draft. 
and I went with Jamal Charles. He was apparently the complete no-brainer, mm-hmm. and he had a, a season-ending injury on the second preseason, game? I think. Preseason, it might, I think even it was preseason. Yeah. I was like, I swear to God, I'm not doing this next year. <laughs> yeah, so I, it's just like these incredible bullshit scenarios. Like I don't mind playing and getting beaten, but when those kind of things happen, boy, that's that's tough to get over. It, wouldn't you argue that that like playing blackjack? And like having a twenty and the dealer hitting a twenty-one is just as frustrating as losing by one point in fantasy, though. Not and, not just as frustrating because a game of blackjack lasts all of what two minutes. Yeah, it's like a very small thing. You can invest so much time and effort into an entire fucking season of fantasy baseball, and then have that one dickhead pitcher ruin everything. Like that's that's why it's different. I I know what you mean. Like. Literally, that's life. Annoying stuff happens, but yeah, it's it's, it's, just, it's all gambling. I mean, in the life end, is a gamble. Fantasy sports are gambling. Yeah. You're gonna have bad beats. You're yep. gonna have big wins too. Yep. You know, and isn't that kind of worth it in the end for that one time that you win a thousand dollars because you got first place? And then it's like, all right, I'm good for the next five seasons. Well, you know? I've never gotten first place. I've <laughs> but it's because your brother. It's not because. Yeah, no, it's, it's not because of fantasy. It's not football. the world. Yeah. That's right. It's because I always played with my brother. You're right. Um, I've gotten second and third multiple times in multiple sports. I even did basketball too, which mm. is which is mm. more up my alley for the daily management. Um, I don't think I ever did hockey, but uh, yeah. So. It's, maybe maybe that's our way to break you back into the fantasy world as we do a hockey season together. Maybe I just I'm 32. No. Yeah, I'm 32 now. I don't see and I'm not saying never. I'm not like no, I won't do it. I'm not that stubborn. I just don't ever see myself having a fundamental interest in pro sports. I never I really never have and I don't think I will. Okay. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> I tried my best, folks. Yeah. And maybe we'll do a Craftheads fan Craftheads podcast fantasy football league and make Alex really jealous and we yeah. won't allow hey, him to join. Please do that. <laughs> I would love that. FOMO might help. Plus I just think the CHP fantasy league would be amazing. So seriously, if you are into oh that idea, God. that's so patron exclusive league. That's solid. I wouldn't mind just like a bullshit. All right, here it is folks. I hate being the commissioner, but I will do it for you guys. <laughs> oh, nice. I will. We'll, we'll start in the general chat. If you're part of the, the CHP discord, I will throw it in there. If we get, I'm going to say eight? a minimum of eight. Yeah. Yeah. You I can will, do eight. I will do, I will commission another league and we will, we will do it. And maybe, maybe so we don't, because I think most of us all have leagues already. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I have a lot of fantasy football leagues. Rather than us doing a, um, a full league where you have to pay attention, we just do a best ball, which is where you just draft and then you never look at it again. Oh. <laughs> Okay, that would be cool. Would um, you do that, Alex? Yes, actually, I was gonna say if we have a craft heads one, I, like I would maybe consider doing it anyway. What's, okay, what right. sport are we talking? Football, because it's about to start in two weeks. Then it would be best the draft and not look. I would totally do that. Okay, I, I will do a bet. So you heard it here. Yeah, it's I'm just committed. a draft. That's it. One night of a draft, and then it's best ball. So throughout the entire season, it automatically sets your team for you. Sweet. That's great. What do I have to lose here? Okay. Perfect. And there will be a monetary of course. prize. Yeah, it yeah. has to be. Maybe yeah. like I, what do you think would 
we'll, maybe we'll put that in the chat as well. How much we want to play for? We'll it. discuss. Yeah, we'll okay. discuss it with the with the folks. Ooh, the peeps. I feel good about yeah, this. Yeah, that I'm was so actually that happy. was a big W for you, Tommy. I agree. Yeah, that was huge. <laughs> that's good. That's a big dub. It might might be because the beers hit me, but you know that's good. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, cheers, mm -hmm. cheers to the beer hitting us. That was solid. Too. Mm -hmm. So I have um, two more. One of them we kind of already touched, um, and I'm going to just kind of skip over it because I want to get to yours as well, and okay. we're spending a lot of time on mine. Um, movies versus shows, because I'm a show guy, you're a movie guy. I think we both understand each other's perspective on that. Yeah. You like movies because they're less of a commitment. I like shows because they're, they're more shorter. of a commitment. They're shorter, yeah. and they're in, and I can sporadically do them mm -hmm. whenever. You know, Movies seem like a big commitment to me. In one sitting. Yeah. I'm just a little more antsy. Well, and you know, another thing about that is I feel like that's changed over the years for both things. Like, both have gotten longer. You know, I back in the day, like half an hour was kind of a regular thing for a show. Now it's closer to an hour. And similarly, you have to search high and low for a movie that's 90 minutes. And that, yeah. like, breaks my heart. Because yeah. I love 90-minute movies. Who doesn't have time for that? But nowadays, you see, like, a bullshit movie on Netflix that you're borderline interested in. But it's two hours and ten minutes. It's like, you know what? That's not worth the gamble. Yeah. What if I don't like it? But how easy is it to sit there and watch two hour-long episodes of something? Something that you love? Yeah. Very easy. Yeah. You might love that movie, though. Yeah. That, that's true. I, it's, it's, life's a gamble. It, life's a gamble. Uh, that might be the know. name of this shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Um, so, oh, I was just going to say something that I forgot. Shows, movies. I also, I'm guilty of re-watching shows. So, yeah, you are. See, I never I, do that. Really. I've seen <laughs> Sopranos. I, don't, I literally don't know how many times. And I'm, I'm rewatching with Rimby right now because he's watching it for the first time. Well, when I start rewatching for the fourth time, since I've tried a few times and it's just never really happened. Yeah. You'll, you can rewatch it. Okay. Sounds great. I'm looking um, forward to it. Last thing I have on here is um, PC gaming versus console gaming. Why are you still in the console world? Actually, I'm going to say you don't have a leg to stand on here. <laughs> that, there was only one thing, and it was Dead Space. I know that's what you're mm, going to no, 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 no. That's not what I'm going to say. Oh. The, the gap has never been more narrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I agree. I agree with that. I mean, especially with like all the subscription services that they all offer now. Well, and not just subscription. I'm talking about performance. Like That too. You, like it, it used to be a cut and dry, black and white, like PC gaming is 100% superior now can it still be superior of course it can but what you get for your 500 dollars now on the modern day current gen consoles like they're very powerful and they're really good and fast and and it's like can you pay two grand for a pc that is superior yes but will it be four times better? Absolutely not. That, not that, four times. That's a good point um, that, that they're more expensive than when I bought mine. Like I made my entire PC for like $900 mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that was right before the, the graphics card bump. You know, yeah. everything was really yeah. expensive. COVID. And, mm -hmm. um, but also, I, I do agree that, that um, and what I was mentioning earlier about the online or the, the services, the category, the, the, the category, what's the word? Um, the uh, catalog, sorry, the mm -hmm. catalog mm -hmm. of games is becoming more wide because you're right. You pay $10 a month and you get access to all the games that you used to. PC was like, we had a service, like Steam. we just downloaded Steam. You download everything and you can get 
all the games, you know, unless it was an Xbox exclusive. Or Very PC. true. That wasn't the case, and now you know that that's definitely a lot more narrow. But um, I still like that that I can some and, and PC has so many games that are never ported to the consoles, you know, mm-hmm. that you'll never get to experience. And I feel like I, I just miss gaming with the boys. You know, well, I, I me too, totally. But I'll just I'll say five years ago I didn't have a leg to stand on, but I would admit it. I would always just be like, look. I am a console gamer. I don't know how to quantify that, but I am. Mm-hmm. I just like it better. And, but now it's just like, I think switching now would be odd just for the sake of switching. If mm-hmm. you were getting into video gaming, then it's more of a conversation. But yeah, it's that that gap is now so narrow that they're both great. There's lots of cla- cross-platform stuff out there now, which I think it's a beautiful thing. Making video games more accessible across the board, that's good for everybody. Cross-platform gaming definitely helps as well. I I will say the reason that this is my last one I'm bringing up is because it was kind of like a, yeah, I get both sides of it. And and, um, so, so that, that being said, it's, it, the, you're right. The, the gap is very narrow. Yeah, those were really good topics though. They were a little bit more specific than mine. So I, I really enjoyed those and wasn't anticipating. Mine are a little bit more uh, broad, but the ones that I mentioned, let's see if there's any overlap here. Uh, so I have... Is there anything left in that accumulation can over there? Oh, let's take a look. No. Oh, empty. You can have another one. We're going to go drink in um, a second, and I got to drive. Uh, okay. Good responsible decision on air. I love that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say diet, but not in the sense that everybody's thinking the, the what you put in your body thing. And and Tommy has always been like he doesn't he doesn't dismiss my bullshit out of hand, but it's just not what he does. And I am a little psychotic about it. Like I can go through a, a list of food products at a grocery store and if there's a single one of my blacklisted ingredients, I'm like, nope. A part of it is actual worry. The other part is like principle, you know, like natural flavors. It's just infuriating. Now that you've heard that from me, listener, go find something without natural flavors. It's difficult. Um, I, I actually and and I'll Alex is saying he he already just just said that I'm not that I don't dismiss him, but I am conscious of the natural flavors. Yeah, in things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do see that in so many things, and I and I immediately kind of my shoulders sink, and I'm like, fuck. the The amount of food in general additives, whether it's a flavor or a preservative or whatever, in uniquely the American food industry that I could dedicate a 10 hour podcast to. So I'm not going to go down that thing, but I, I guess the reason I'm like that, and we, you brought this up on a previous episode, Tommy, you, you hypothesized that I'm going to get even crazier then I'm going to plateau. And then I'm just going to drop off and be like, <laughs> I don't fucking care. And where do we stand? I don't think that's going to happen. Oh no. Oh yeah. I mean, I just, if, if the stuff that I avoid and am freaked out about really is harmful, then I'm doing the right thing. If it's not, and I'm just putting a little bit of extra brain power into thinking about this stuff and everything, like there's really no harm. So to me, I have nothing to lose by policing it. What What if your little throat thing ended up being cancer? Would you have been like, everything I've done is for naught anyways? Fuck no, it. I would have <laughs> blamed all of it that I did for the previous 30 years. I'm serious. I mean, dude... Something's, we're killing ourselves with something. Yeah. 
I don't think as many people who pass away from cancer are supposed to or like doomed to die, to die from cancer. And everybody will be like, everybody's living longer and social media spreads the word more. And I'm like, no, I, I, I literally just don't believe that. I don't think human beings are meant to expire from cancer. I think you're meant to die when your heart's like, all right, I'm done. Hey, like it's uh, been long enough. Really quick, and I'm saying, just give me a yes or no answer. Mm-hmm. Is there a cure for cancer that big health is suppressing? Yeah. Okay. In my, in my humble opinion. No, it was a yes or no. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, do you want to know what one of them is? What? Marijuana. Google it. I, Dude, I'm getting, I, I have more and more gripes with Mary J, even though I may or may not dabble in it here and there. I may or may not also. <laughs> all I'm saying is there are countless scientific studies for, for all the stuff that you trust otherwise, if you do, which ironically, I don't trust the NIH at all. And here I am citing them because they were the ones that said it was okay to put fluoride in water, but neither here nor there. There's all kinds of sh- uh, studies that show that um, the flavonoids and, uh, Shit, there's a T word that I can't think of that's in marijuana and, and cannabinoids. Like they literally fight and and um, stunt cancer cells. Like CBD fights colon cancer. Mm-hmm. You you can Google this shit. And then when you when you kind of look back at it from a ten thousand feet view or whatever the bullshit office jargon is, it's like oh that's why marijuana has been federally regulated and criminalized because how can big pharma yeah how can big (laughs) Big pharma pharma. make money off of people with cancer Mm -hmm. like even if even let's just say it slows down some cancers like it's not going to cure you but like maybe you could squeeze a couple extra years out of you or prevent it or whatever like that hurts big pharma's bottom line remember how i said yes or no answer (laughs) (laughs) no i don't know what you're talking about Um, anything else on that topic? No, it right. is good I could, I could, I could go horse. I, I know. I, this. yeah, well, maybe, maybe a, a topic for another episode, but totally. I do, I am full, full agreement with you. Totally. It, just, just Google it. There's a lot of really interesting shit out there. Um, exercise I have generally, how, how are we both doing? I feel like we both do pretty well with that. I, I'm, I'm, I haven't been to the gym in a really long time mm-hmm. since COVID mm-hmm. because it's less accessible and it's really pricey now. Fuck gyms for co- for yeah. costing what they do now. Um, but I, I still work out two to three times a week. Yeah. Gyms to me are like the way I felt about libraries in college. Mm-hmm. People would always be like, oh, I go to the library to study. I'm like, actually, you can study anywhere. You don't actually have to go to the library. Yeah. And I don't know. That's I miss of, I miss weight machines because that's hard to get yeah, without spending expensive. money. And, yeah. and I, I do think some people do it, and I won't blame them for this, for the discipline aspect. It's like, I'm going to the gym. I'm stuck at the gym. I might as well work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I do understand that aspect. So that was a complete agreement and not a yeah. difference. <laughs> no, we're, I mean, so let me throw this out. What about um, choosing vacation destinations? How do you got, you and Claire go about doing that? Uh, we just look at places that we haven't been. Okay, this go. is another one we're gonna match on. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, but but also, I I do know where we do differ, and this is probably why you put it on your list is that we do a lot of planning. That's the next item I have on here. And and, yeah. and you guys are like you guys plan one day and probably have like four off days that you just do whatever. Yes. It's on a five day trip. Yes. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's the complete opposite for us. We plan one off day and have four planned days gotcha. per hour. Which not isn't necessarily my you know, <laughs> Shh. 
Don't listen, Claire. <laughs> but um, I, I mean, like, I do really, really appreciate her for that. Like, our vacations have been out of this world awesome, as I know yours have been too. Yeah. But like, it, and, and that's just what she likes to do. So I just allow it to happen, and she books one day. Mm-hmm. She, my favorite thing is she plans one day off. Yeah. Which is like so wild, but yeah. I love it. Well, I mean, and this is something I don't think either of us are trying to uh, pitch to the other because it just works for each couple. You know what I mean? Like that's what, that works for you guys. In, in a way, for you, you just kind of get to coast because mm-hmm. it's like, well, I don't even have to think about what we're going to do because I already know Claire has an idea. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and I so, have to make sure to give her props for that one more time because yeah. I know... That like that is not an e- even for the planners that's not an no. easy thing to plan. So I appreciate her totally, a hundred percent. And I guess just and she's a great mom. <laughs> she's a great mom. I've never seen a better mother in this world. <laughs> no, no feedback. <laughs> we don't hear anything from the other room. What the hell? Uh, that and the fan. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I guess the other part of that would lead into just the general. I'm going to say our calendar lives. I, I like it. It literally stresses Tara and me out to have too much shit on our calendar. And I think you guys are the complete other. I'm not going to say it stresses you out to not have things, but you guys aren't stressed by that. Mm-hmm. And I just, I need to know that basically three out of every four of my weekends in a month, I can do whatever I want to do. Yeah. And if it's, if we do a weekend where we're spoken for on two of them, I'm a little antsy and if there's three spoken for i'm like fuck this yeah i do not like living like this once again the exact opposite i can look at my calendar right now we have one weekend free for the next like eight Uh, okay let me take a quick look obviously i'm free this weekend (laughs) next weekend going to tampa uh nothing after we are going to uh, vegas in the middle of september so it's actually a busy september whoa but then like the next two weekend weekends or nothing we have your torn your torn hole your cornhole tournament but that's only one day i don't count that yeah and then like october literally nothing on the books for the weekends i am trying to get my parents down here one more time so um so we got uh her friend coming in this weekend her dad coming in the next weekend we're going to charleston the weekend after that the cornhole tournament after that um but i'll give you a pass for that is it only one day of plans on that weekend that weekend yes that's a pass yeah you're fine um the weekend after that no actually two weekends in a row of no plans but then tampa tampa uh and then uh claire goes back to work so oh that that's a big one you also both have family in tampa so you know that makes sense but uh what was the last thing i had tommy this is a i love this the length of this episode i I have money and work, but I feel like you and I are aligned. I put question marks on them. We're aligned. Yeah, <laughs> we're aligned. Yeah. Money's cool and work blows. I'll tell you what, though. Um, I, I just got... So I get two bonuses a year from my current company. Mm-hmm. Two half bonuses. So like, rather than getting one full bonus oh. a year, we get 50%. 50%. You get parceled out. Um, I, I, I'm very... And not, not saying that I have money, because I don't. I'm not like a very upper class. I, I, I am. Yeah. I mean, we're probably upper class. I, I, I upper know middle. We looked up the numbers. Upper middle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we, yeah. we don't qualify. The, 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 the scale has drastically shifted in the last five to 10 years. As we all know, we'll be middle in five years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, or low, lower middle class, but like with a child, you, you know, it, it's nice to 
feel okay where you're yeah. at. You know, like I, I, I'm trying not to take that for granted. Um, I mean, money flies out the door more than I can ever imagine, you know, having a child, having a house, um, having <laughs> many, many responsibilities, you know, it goes out the door, but like it still comes in enough to cover that. And that is a very satisfying feeling when I know that there's so many people out in this world that don't have that, that are yes. living paycheck to paycheck. And I, and I, and I can't, and I want you to know, I sympathize. I'm, I, I don't take it for granted that we have jobs and a roof over our head and friends and a family, you know, all beautifully put Tommy. Cause I feel the same way. And like, yeah, I, I still hate my job, but like I was kind of really freaking out about it for a few months out of this year. And I've chilled in the past like month and a half, maybe even two months, about a month and a half where I'm just kind of like, you know what? There's a lot of people who are fucked up right now. Cause like they're unemployed or they're laid off by irresponsible corporate hiring and everything else. And I, it, it was kind of like a perspective check. And I was like, you know what? I really don't have any serious complaints in my life. I'm, I'm good. And, and for the first time, like I really sat down, like I've spent my entire career chasing the eternal carrot. I always tell people this. I don't know why it's not an acceptable response to when somebody's like, Oh, why'd you change jobs? It's like, well, because I thought it was going to be better and it's more money. Why that's not an acceptable answer. I'll never understand, but I'm finally at a spot where I make enough that like, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. If I can find something else that pays more and I do less, that's yes, that's always the goal. But I, I'm now, uh, this is now my second longest tenure. Congrats, we, by the way. That's, that's big for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you know, if, when, if and when something comes, yeah, I'll make the jump. I'll always make the jump. But I, I, I'm like at peace yeah. right now. And I hope it stays that way. I'm grateful for it. That all being said, I'm subscribe to Craftheads Podcast. Give, give us money, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. We, we need that. You know, the funny thing is we're, we're like, we're cruising under a certain threshold financially, which is, you know, I don't want to say anything aloud on the airwaves, but like it's the perfect sweet spot. And I just got done telling Tommy the other day that if we could just even growing would be great. Blowing up would be great. But if we just maintained and kept our craft heads community, our tight knit community together indefinitely, that would make me incredibly happy. So thank you to all of our patrons and listeners. Thank you guys. Every other year vacations with the craft heads fam. Do not oh, tell yeah. your friends about this podcast. <laughs> Please don't wink, wink. Um, it's great. And uh, the community is great. The discord's great. Fantasy football incoming. Uh, yes. Be prepared for that. And uh, we love you all. Couldn't have said it better. Cheers. Cheers, man. Oh,